Hello and welcome to... Wow. <laughs> Let's try that again. I can't hear you. There, how about now? There we go. Hello and welcome to episode 154 for Schnozcast on God, Thursday, December 30th, 2021. This is Bob, joined by my most excellent co-hosts, Corey Slesky and Todd Dillon. Uh, the the fourth leg of the table is is out today. Uh, he'll be uh, he'll be returning just as soon as humanly possible. But uh, in the meantime, fellas, how's everybody doing? Oh hey, oh hey, not bad, man. Mister Todd Dillon. Oh, Todd, still muted. Oh, there we. <laughs> Sorry, Todd, Todd. I'm trying to take care of way too many things at once over here right now. There you are, Todd. How are you, sir? Mighty, mighty, excellent. Yeah, for you, he's uh, your mute is in a different spot than my mute and Corey's mute for for reasons that I won't go into. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that what we call it now? A mute. Yeah, my, yeah. My mute hangs a little bit lower. Got... <laughs> <laughs> you've you've uh, packaged your mute up quite well there tonight, sir, for for the audience. Um, so last last podcast of 2021. Um, we we were trying like hell to make sure we got it done, uh, so we could get it in and get get a good start to the new year. And hopefully, all four of us will be here uh, at the first one for twenty twenty two. So, uh, if you're new to the podcast, thanks for joining. You can uh, find us out here every weekend uh, out on YouTube. Please uh, visit us and subscribe. And uh, please feel free to leave any comments. Uh, and if you subscribe, it'll give you a notification every week when we go live. Uh, you can also stream the audio-only version out on all the streaming services. You name it, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, Audible, Amazon Music, or anywhere else where you can get a podcast. You can also follow us on social media uh, at uh, Schnozcast on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. If you're if you're the email and type and you want to pen a scribe to us that uh, goes into great detail about how you feel about us and everything we talk about. That's right. You can email us at schnozcast at gmail.com. Uh, or most times, uh, it, when Nick is on the podcast. I, I was going to say, we do, we do not have the shocker line we today. Don't, but you know what? Every time we say the shocker line, it, it fucking sits there. Well, <laughs> so, I'll put it up on the screen just in case anyone wants to text. Nick, yeah, you know. Nick will be more than happy right now to answer your text at oh, 618-SHOCKER. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> if, if you could, if you could uh, text the shocker line and, and wish Nick a speedy recovery, that'd be great. 618-SHOCKER. So, ladies and gentlemen, how was your, uh, first of all, Todd, how was your Christmas? It was fabtabulous, man. We got some snow. Uh, it was quiet around here. It was good. Christmas was good. How those chickens? Dude, man, uh, chickens are keeping me busy. I had a little bit of a scare, so I took a, you on my, hopefully we have a, a pick of the week, because I got my pick of the week, I think you know what it We're is. We're going to do pick of the week, yep. Sweet. So I won't, I won't, I won't spoiler alert myself. No chicken spoilers. <laughs> okay. No chicken spoilers. Corey, how about you? Oh, uh, up and down. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was a busy time, man. Yeah. Are you? Do you feel like you're getting the first taste of Christmas as a married man? Uh, two families. I mean, I've been doing it for a while now, so I, I guess. Yeah, but it's all been unofficial. Like you could have walked away at any point. Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> and now there's no escape. So it's a little, it's a little bit different. Uh, yeah, a little, I guess. Yeah, heavy is the hair, head that wears the crown. 
So they say. Uh, but yeah, no, it was good. Busy. Um, still trying to work on rearranging some Christmas Eve plans that might fall through again. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, you got you got all of January to do that. Yeah. There's no other major holiday coming up that it would uh, interfere with. Uh, I know, but still. No. Do what you can. Yeah, and Danielle scared the shit out of me today, too. Yeah? Uh, she told me to, to FaceTime her while I was at work, and she's like, I have some news for you that I, I think would be better said over you know, a call or you know, FaceTime. All your than, shit's on the lawn. We're yeah, that, rather than a text. I was like, oh, okay. Right. So I FaceTimed her, and uh, th- the first thing she says, she doesn't have any prelude to it. She just goes, the wedding's postponed. Whose wedding? And that's how I was like, yeah. ours? <laughs> I was the like, summer of glory. <laughs> <laughs> and so right away, I'm like, well, what did I do? That This is all, like it's being postponed or, you know, did the venue stop? Yeah. So uh, I'm like, uh, oh, okay. And she's like, oh, I should have my cousin Corey's that's in Florida. I was like, why would you lead with that? Well, and, and why is that? Why does why that require that, FaceTime? FaceTime worthy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, apparently it wasn't something that she wanted to discuss over text or didn't know how it was going to come across over text. So why it's not your it wedding. Waited till you're home. I mean, uh, well, there's, there's a lot going on with this wedding. A, a whole lot. But You're not, but, you're standing up in it or no, God, no. Then what do you, uh, it's, it's in Florida. Okay. So maybe the, you got to move the flight around, but other than that, what, what the fuck do you care? I really didn't. Cause <laughs> I, well, that's why I was so concerned. Cause I'm like, why yeah. the wedding's postponed? I immediately thought it was ours. So, uh, I think this is a Mars Venus thing. Well, but, but you you need to turn that shit around, and the next time you're at work, you need to go like Danielle. Uh, I need you to FaceTime me right now. It's it's pretty important. And then when she does, just go. Okay, so I thought I was gonna get mac and cheese for lunch, but all they had was tuna salad. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that it was better to FaceTime you than uh, this isn't something you do over text. I will do that because well, I do my my heart sank. Let I was us like, know how that goes. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> I got uh, so I did. I did some early. Uh, my my pals have uh, January birthdays. Uh, all all of them. So I got a few early birthday presents out, and uh, I got one of those. Yeah, I so Todd, I I, I when I sent that to you. I always, I've got so much stuff coming and going from Amazon, either to my house or, you know, on behalf of my kids or sent to Lori or whatever. And I'd also had one sent to Corey. And so every time my Alexa goes off and tells me that a package has been delivered, I'm like, where did it go? And she doesn't understand. She's like, I don't know what you're talking about. So I, know, I don't I have no idea which package it was unless I log in the app and I look. So, so Todd, when yours showed up, uh, I was going to call you, but got tied up in, in everything else. But you had a very nice post that you put on Facebook today uh, with a, with a picture, like a like a candy lineup uh, of all of the uh, hero, the heroes lineup for your rumpus room. He just bounced. He just bounced. Yeah. All right. Well, they don't know that. <laughs> so t- yeah, no. I was going to continue with the story. Yeah. So he po- posted a picture, and I, uh, I, I I don't think anybody on Facebook knows the backstory behind it, but I wanted to post something so bad. Uh, as a comment, just to say, there's something about uh, all these heroes that that they have in common, and I can't quite put my finger on it. But this is the the, the whole thing was born of a conversation that Todd and I had back when I worked for him out in Massachusetts about 
this is before Marvel even started, um, but it was the lack of diversity in like Star Wars movies. And I'm like, no, you got uh, Lando Calrissian. Ah, yeah, but he's not really a pilot. Oh, then you got Mace Windu, blah, blah, blah. I started going down the list. So it became sort of a running joke that I would send Todd randomly just delivered to his house uh, a random uh, black uh, action superhero figure. Uh, so <laughs> in the picture, it's like there's not a white face to be seen in the picture. And I wanted so bad, Todd, to <laughs> post a comment saying there's something in comedy here. I don't know what it is, but I don't know. I know that no one knew the backstory on Facebook, so. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I hope you you've seen the Spider Verse movie. I have not seen the Spider Verse movie, but uh, I I was oh. aware of uh, of Miles Morales, and so uh, like I said, it was it was a super awesome pick me up today. Thank you so much. It was so yeah. cool. While you're on break, definitely watch that movie. It is it's a kick ass movie. It's one of the best that uh, in the MCU for sure. Nice, definitely. And, and speaking of presents received, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the one I sent I, to Corey. Yeah, uh, Todd, I was walking out of the house the other day to go to work, and as I walked out, sitting on the porch was what appeared to be some sort of rug. So I brought it inside, and I looked at Danielle. I'm like, "What? whatever rug you ordered came in today. She's like, well, I, I didn't order a rug. <laughs> I was like, well, what, what the hell is on our porch then? And so I, I it was sitting against the wall, and I happened to take a more of a look in the description of the of said rug, and... Lo and behold, Todd, what rug do you think I would love more than anything in my home? It's from you had my- to ask me that today. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. <laughs> oh, from Mary's? <laughs> Not from Mary. From Mary. Do, do they have a rug in there? Exactly. I, I don't know. You get me stumped. Mary's place. Nice. Well, I'm putting it up on the screen now. You shall see the Big Lebowski rug. Yes. Is that that's is, awesome. is that in your mudroom? Is that where the dogs wipe their dirty feet? No, that's actually it's it's actually downstairs right now. Um, okay. I didn't have the, the we have an ottoman and everything in the living room, so I'm like, yeah. I just wanted to get it open and see it. Oh yeah, I'm just so, busting your balls. I mean, I, I, honestly, like just like with the Miles Morales thing, like if I send you a gift and it makes it in the house, you do with it what you will. Yeah, no, it's definitely gonna, it. It's has its place there now for sure. So the dude's rug. I can't believe I didn't. That that should have been on the front of my brain. <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah I, I was pretty stoked about it. Like I said, unfortunately, I was leaving for work, so I didn't have a chance to get it taken out and everything right away. So the second I got home, yeah, uh, I got unwrapped and that's opened awesome. Up. Yeah. yeah, it was uh, it was quite uh, quite the birthday surprise. I feel like we talked about it before, and you had said like, "Oh yeah, I've seen them before," but they're like four by six rugs. You know, they're not necessarily the greatest quality, whatever. And I thought the one I found, I'm like, that looks like it's decent. Yeah, no, so. it's it's a high quality rug, that's for sure. Yeah, ties the room together. That, that, that was the first text he sent me to. After he put it, he unwrapped it. It really ties the room together. Yeah, I sent him that, that exact same picture, and I said, this really ties the room together. And Todd, what are you drinking tonight, buddy? Oh, I got uh, the Sochaveza, which is the uh, imperial stout that's inspired by a Mexican hot chocolate and tres leches. <laughs> All right. Corey, oh, am I shot? Yeah. What do you think it is? Uh, oh, it's crown apple, dude. It is not. Jim Peach, baby. <laughs> Why do you think he asked? <laughs> he's asked Sweet before, and it's been Crown Apple. Uh, I get, no, because you normally Nick asks, and he's oh, Crown man, Apple, and Nick's like, "Well, I'm just yeah. going to stop asking." Okay. <laughs> so yeah, the fact that he threw it out there himself. All right. Well, I com- I commend you, Todd, at uh, ending the new year on something different. 
something different. Corey's got the uh, Corey's got the oh, old oh, high noon. Todd, Todd's got one ready to go, so I'm going to go pour us a shot. Oh no, actually, before you do, hold on to that shot oh, yeah, just yeah. for just for like sixty seconds, Todd. Let's move yes, into sir. booze news here. Okay. And since you've got your shot already, I'm going to let you. You've got one, and I've got one, so I'm going to let you kick that off, and you and Corey can uh, you know dialogue on that, and I'll get the shots. All right, sounds good. Um, yeah, and sorry, and we don't have any sound effects. No, oh, that's fine. Wait, so Sons no of bitches. Go, some some people might we might get response uh, back. Booze news. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was pretty good, Todd. Todd, could you do that for the rest of the? Can you do that for the rest of the podcast? Exactly. I, oh, I can't wait till we get the gentleman's agreement. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> awesome. So my uh, booze news this week. Uh, I, just, I don't know why this caught my eye, but I just thought it was a, it was a very funny story. Sprinklegate. That is Sprinklegate sinks a U, U, UK bakery's top sellers after topping is found to be illegal. So immediately my mind went to, oh, they're spiking the brownies with weed. But no, a British bakery has been forced to pull its top selling cookies from the market after regulators informed the sprinkles are, are illegal. The U.S. made sprinkles or jimmies, as some of us call them. Uh, Wait, are hang legal on. Who, for so- who calls sprinkles jimmies? All normal people. <laughs> so <I've> never, <laughs> I have never heard that in my entire life, Todd. It's, it's yes. It's, where are you from? <laughs> I I am from Michigan. Everybody sir. says Jimmy's. I know something else Jimmy's. that's referred to as a Jimmy, <laughs> but it's not a sprinkle. Yeah. Well, for some people. Sorry. Go ahead. Anyway. Buddy. A British bakery has, has been forced to pull its top-selling cookies from the market after regulators informed the owner that sprinkles are, the sprinkles are illegal. The U.S.-made sprinkles contain a coloring that's legal for some uses, but not for sprinkles or jimmies. Rich Myers, owners of Get Baked Bakery in Leeds, which, I, again, weed, was what I was thinking, disclosed the recent setback on Facebook where his updates on what he calls Sprinklegate have been defined by frank talk and occasionally heartfelt profanity. He says the decision is a huge deal for his business and also very fucking annoying. Customers often ask the, for the raspberry glazed donut cookies or the birthday Bruce, a towering, a towering slab of 12-layer chocolate cake. That sounds pretty awesome. Uh, Meyer said both of them prominently feature the sprinkles, the outlawed sprinkles. The donut, cookie, donut cookies, Myers added, are not only our best-selling cookie, but they're utterly sensational. But for now, they're off the menu. It's highly unlikely that we will find any legal sprinkles that we will use as a replacement. British sprinkles just aren't the same. They're totally shit, and I hate them. <laughs> I, I can keep going, but again, it's the, the, it's the red dye, uh, which also people have been saying in the U.S. It should be, it should be banned for edible things. But it looks like we like to make ourselves stronger by ingesting poisons. Yeah, so. it doesn't kill you. <laughs> Exactly. But yeah, great story about a dude getting shut down because he's got US made Jimmy's uh in the, the time that was <laughs> I still right. don't know if I buy that. All right. I am uh I'm drinking a um Austin Brothers, which is from Alpena, Michigan. Shout out to Big Steve Lev- Steve Leverin, hailing from King! Alpena. Uh it's a raspberry vanilla porter. So I just grabbed another one. Uh, but I'm going to say, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do six of these. Anytime you get into a porter, it's a it's a serious investment. It's a 6% and it's a heavy, you know what I mean? It's it's along the stout lines. 
But uh, yeah, I think I can usually get a two, 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 and sometimes maybe a three, three porters. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. I'm like, I could do another one, but after that, we're gonna have to wait and see. But uh, I got my McGillicuddy's honey whiskey, and Corey's got his Pink Whitney, Pink Lady, Pink Whitney, Pink Whitney. <laughs> get it right. I can't. I can't, <laughs> I can't resist. So. Uh, if you're out there, please join us. Uh, grab grab something real quick uh, from the cupboard, from the freezer, from underneath the sink. I was under your bed. Yeah, uh, between the mattresses, Foot Locker, under the pillow, wherever you keep <laughs> said booze. Yeah, wherever you're used to going for your secret <laughs> drinky drink. And your bed mounted nipple. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and if you've got a significant other, a girlfriend, wife, uh, boyfriend, a, a playmate. Uh, several several people uh, ask them if they can, ask them if they can ask them if they can just pour it into your mouth while you're while you're laying on your back and just do a shot with us. <laughs> Sweet Machu Picchu. Ah, oh. yeah, oh. much like the Austin Brothers raspberry vanilla and a porter. This honey whiskey needs to be ice cold. Well, my. My Jim, my uh, Jim Peach was ice cold, but I don't know that it go, it, it's agreeing with the, the Trace Leches. Oh yeah, that sounds pretty bad. You're gonna have to uh, yeah figure out the pairing on the break, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Okay, fair enough. All right, fellas, I got to a booze news as well. So mine uh, concerns the uh, James Webb Telescope, which I thought was pretty fascinating. I was always kind of interested in the NASA type stuff, but. Um, just pa- just in the week past, on the morning of Christmas Eve, um, they launched the James Webb Space Telescope, which had been in the works for over 20 years. And it's a gold-plated 21-foot mirror. And the point of the whole thing is that it can see, it's supposed to be able to see out much farther in into space than the Hubble telescope was able to see. But the launch has been delayed so many times that most people believe that it wasn't going to happen. So... Uh, it's seven tons. Uh, it was named after a former NASA administrator uh, who's, in fact, now at a launch site in French Guiana. Um, and that uh, everybody was everybody in NASA was completely nervous because it's three stories tall. It's got a heat shield the size of a tennis court, but it's all folded up and crammed inside of a rocket. So at, when it launches, it has to unfold itself and then travel about a million miles away from Earth where it's going to cool down to temperatures around... Uh, minus 370 degrees Fahrenheit. But before it gets to that cooling, that, that last last resting spot where it's going to settle in and do its job, it has to get off off the planet. Um, it, it's, co- it, it's $10 billion. Um, so it costs so much that people were really, really anxious about. They, they called it actually the 21 days of, 29 days of terror. So it's 29 days that it's going to take from when they launch it to when they're going to find out whether or not all of the th- the mechanics, the electronics of it, that are supposed to unfold this uh, heat shield, uh, are is actually going to work, and so they're all going to be sitting on pins and needles for almost a month. Uh, well, not if it breaks the first day. That's <laughs> oh, thank God! Didn't have to wait that you're, month. You're, yeah, you're a, a, a you're fast a, fail is actually good. You're a glass half full kind of a guy, Todd Dillon. <laughs> fail fast is what I always yeah. say. But unlike the Hubble Space Telescope, once they launch it, this can't be repaired because it'll be too far away. So if they launch it and it fails almost immediately, that's it, $10 billion down the drain. Whereas Hubble, they could have gone up there and fixed it and tried it again. Sure. But 
uh, so it launched successfully, and that was on Christmas, uh, the morning of Christmas Eve. And as of today, it has unwrapped its sunshield. So it's another important item crossed off the list that it needs to do. Um, there's a bunch more stuff um, that needs to happen. Uh, it's got to unfurl the sunshield. It's got to extend a couple of booms. Um, they're going to get the structure to the proper tension and wrap that up by Corey's birthday on January 2nd. Oh, um, thank God. And then move on to the optics session section. So that's going to be, that's going to happen on the seventh. So you could literally uh, go on a NASA or you could go to just do a search on Google for James Webb, uh, W E B B space telescope and get an update uh, or subscribe to that kind of shit uh, to figure out what's going on with it and, and keep track with it. If that's the kind of thing that you're into. I, I'm curious to see how, when it gets, when it gets uh, ransomware and then it's get held up for 5 billion Bitcoins, how they're going to solve that in 29 days. Who, who's, who is stealing in space, the James Webb Space Telescope? The computers that talk to it here on Earth, the hackers. <laughs> what are they going to make it do, Ted? They're going to make it un- stop for unfurling. <laughs> and so I'd say, and we'll, if you, we'll, con- we'll commence, re- restart the, the unfurling. Refurling. If we give. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to start furling it unless you give us 10 billion Bitcoin. Exactly. Oh, I hate it when that fur log for J, Bob. Log for J. Hey, by the way, Todd, I did. Um, yes, sir. Since we're on the booze news uh, subject, because I don't know that this really fits anywhere else, but I was I was uh, looking around for stuff to talk about, following you know uh, dead end leads into rabbit holes, and I ran across something on YouTube that I could not believe was a thing, but I was such a dork that I actually watched thirty minutes of it. Uh, at it is called the the FMWC Open, and it's actually it's like a you know how on ESPN they have uh, like gaming um, uh, esports esports absolutely yeah. yeah this is the financial modeling version of that wow <laughs> so but they don't uh, and the whole thing is done uh, is it stands for the Financial Modeling World Cup uh, and. People competed uh, from December fourth to eleventh. I'm not going to go into. I'm not going to go on at length about this, but just to say that I watched it for thirty minutes, and the reason is because it's like a bunch of dudes uh, given a super hard problem, and that they have to solve using Excel. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds. <laughs> and, I, and I, Todd, you know me. I love Excel. And if, yep, I, yep. if I could get a job doing nothing but Excel shit, but Excel, exactly. I would be Pimp a happy, table, happy man. Baby. That's right. Exactly. And they had to do that. And I'm like, hold on a minute. What kind of a problem would be able to be solved using only Excel and that you would be interesting enough to film these guys for? <laughs> like, they filmed it with, with hosts that would like to give like commentary and play-by-play while they were trying to work through the problem. And they had like the live score going up on the on the board. And I watched it for a while, and I saw the problem, and I saw them try to work through it, and I'm like, oh, fuck, I couldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> How does the scoring go on that? Uh, there are th- they, They're given a scenario, which is a fairly complex one, and they have to, and then they get a list of things that they have to determine. Like, you have to find out what is this value, what is this, and the value is not like, add these two cells. It's like there's a whole grid that's like thousands of cells, and it's like a, it's a, it's made up into a neighborhood, 
where there are blocks and streets and intersections and things like that. And they have uh, like a like a Tesla type of um, what's the word I'm looking for? The, the, the delivery. So like a DoorDash. But you have to figure out the best route for your DoorDash uh, business based on all like 30 factors. The, 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 the time of the day, which changes like really rapidly in the game, the, 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 the people on the street and how they're congesting and traffic movements and, and traffic lights and all that kind of shit. So they have to basically write a lot of like really complex formulas, if, the, if then else type of shit, in order to figure out and answer the question. Every time they answer a question, they get X number of points, and that's what contributes to their score. Interesting. I thought it was well, interesting enough to, to make it for 30 minutes. I'm not daring anybody to make it longer than 30 minutes. I'm just saying. I will it, be watching it. It could be the dorkiest thing I've done all year and uh, amidst a sea of other dorky things I've done. Um, that's awesome. <laughs> to kind of segue on that, oh, what God. was what was the movie that you texted us the one night about not to watch? <laughs> oh, not to watch? Yeah, you said just do you guys like do yourselves a favor if you're planning on watching this don't i said it to all three of you guys uh yeah it was in the, yes. it was in the group um man we i might have to go back um todd did you while, while i'm looking here did you uh catch letter kenny yet <laughs> if i stunned him in a silence uh he froze up did he okay yeah all right Corey, i know you did you ever watch the last one i did the sixth one okay i I just watched it. <laughs> <laughs> you went on the way over here in your car? No, uh, at a place that will remain unnamed. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, so uh, if, you, <laughs> if, if you're listening out there and you uh, – we're huge fans of Letterkenny, and the latest season popped up um, on Christmas Day, so – or day after Christmas Day. Uh, it's fantastic. I thought that they – if that's the last season of Letterkenny, which it very well may be, uh, that they went on pretty strong. I don't know, man. I, I think that was set up pretty pretty well for another following season. But I think they're going to do like a spinoff, right? A spinoff of Letterkenny? Yeah. Like go a different direction with it? I, I think they've already got this green lit, Corey. Is this a, did you seriously not know this? or No, I have no, I no clue. I think they've green lit a Shorzy series. Oh, which okay. is why the last scene he's about to turn around. Well, he's he's stopped there and he's like, yeah. oh, you know, spinning the cup and it just he literally that's the most he's ever turned around at Shorzy, and you could see Cherokee. So, which oh, so speaking of which, Todd, you you were are you back now, buddy? I am back. Okay, Sorry right. about that. No, you're all good. Right. So, did, have you watched Letter Kenny yet? I found it. I have not. Oh, okay. Well, you definitely got to get on that. Uh, You've never seen the show, right, Todd? Yeah, I've seen the show. I, I haven't made it all the way through. Okay. I think I'm still in season like one or two. All right. I really, I really don't get me wrong. I really liked it. I just, it was one of those things where I just didn't get back to it. All right. Well, I'm not assigning it to you necessarily, Todd. But I, but I, that and uh, Into the Spider Verse uh, are your like recommended. Like you should watch these if you have time. Got it. Got I, it. I will say. Yeah. Uh, I think some of the voices on Letterkenny kind of took a dip this season. Some of the voices. What do you mean? Like, uh, like Kiso's, uh, like the Wayne voice. Like everything wasn't as fast paced. Uh, oh, a lot okay. of the um, the chirping and all that that they do mm-hmm. wasn't as fast. Uh, and then the Shorzy voice just didn't have the same same ring to it. Yeah. So, 
That was my only gripe about the the season. Otherwise than that, I thought it was great. Well, they so that this is their second season as an official Hulu show. So maybe they kowtowed to the pressure to um you know, kind kind of make it a little bit more accessible for the masses. Do you know what I mean? Rather than being what it always was, which was very locally like tons of Canadian um lingo and and catchphrases. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, hockey stuff. But I think that was part of the charm of it. I agree, but it might, I agree. It yeah. might turn some people off because, uh, honestly, as much as I love hockey, love Canadian shit, I mean, I, I'm down with all of it. I still had to put on subtitles at a few points because I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Well, and, way and, too fast. And that's kind of what I figured was that they had some feedback on, like, yeah, some of the stuff we can't even make out yeah. and, like, hear what you're saying. So I... I assume that might have been a little part of it, um, yeah. especially like you said, if they are really trying to appeal to the masses. Um, That's like shows like Breeders. I remember I sent it to Danielle. She's like, I hate it. I'm like, yeah, you can't understand. You have to, you have to rewind. <laughs> yeah, I found it, Corey. The one, the one I sent yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I said, friendly tip: avoid. I'm thinking of ending things on Netflix. <laughs> You guys know that I can appreciate a weird flick, but this one went too far. That's what it was. Todd, you ever watch it? Yeah. What? I, I didn't. It's, I'm going to, though. Oh, so you you cocky sons of bitches who immediately said, no, I have to watch it. Never followed through. <laughs> did, you ever get that Never pay- followed through. did you ever get that PayPal payment I sent you after that? <laughs> I could have sworn I hit confirm on that. No. no. Oh, I must have fat fingered it and hit cancel. Mm-hmm. My, my bad, buddy. You guys were all, t- all talk. I did think I, I'll be I, watching I, it. I thought about starting it, but then I, the more I thought about it, I'm like, if you guys watch that over like Todd into the spider verse and letter Kenny, just to spite me, you're bigger idiots than I thought you were. It wouldn't have been to spite you. It would have been to actually see what you were, what you were talking about. Exactly. Well, I, I, I didn't, it wasn't as a dare. Like I loved it. I'm like, Oh guys, don't watch this one. Like I really, it really sucked. And I think of the four of us, I think I have a much, uh, more flexible um, willingness to watch weird shit than than yeah. everybody else. So yeah. if I hated it, I think it's pretty safe to say you're going to hate it. I would only assume so. Yeah, but sometimes we can't take your word. So I don't know when exactly. Know so we'll have to watch it. <laughs> have to, okay, <laughs> let me know when you do, and I will quiz you. We'll figure it out on our own, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move over, Todd, to um, the airing of grievances, uh, which we do not have any music to this, so you don't have to. We don't even have a graphic for it yet. No, this is just a. That should be your first grievance, really. <laughs> Why the fuck is there a graphic for airing grievances? <laughs> so what, what's what's pissing Todd off in the world these days? So what's pissing Todd off in the world these days is especially seeing that being that recently we got a little bit of snow, and I know. Uh, even coming from Michigan, uh, you guys have see the same thing. But I get respect the elements. Uh, be careful. You don't have to go a million miles per hour uh, in the snow. But two th- my my grievance is this: people there, there's people on both ends of the spectrum. People who get out there knowing that they're afraid of the snow, knowing that their rear wheel drive car isn't good in the snow, and they'll go one mile per hour, creating all manner of traffic incidents. And then it's every dude with an all wheel drive anything. Think that their car is impervious to, to the to the to the winter, and so actually navigating both ends of the knucklehead spectrum during the winter, one who goes way too slow and one who goes way too fast, thinking that they're 
all wheel drive Kia, whatever the hell it is, is going to freaking is magical in the snow uh, and making my life miserable. Uh, those people need to go to hell. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what What's the most egregious uh, sin that you've seen on the road, uh, given that you've had enough snow to cover the road? We've only had like one day really of serious snow, but I think within the next 36 hours it was gone. So on the weekend, actually, this is a great, this is a great example. This was the the person going too slow. I, I'm going to, we're merging on a highway that's 70 miles per hour. So 70 miles per hour is the speed limit on the highway. And this jack off uh, in their car start, is trying to merge into traffic. And oh yeah, there's seven, this is a three lane highway. So there's semi traffic, regular commuter traffic. It's the holidays. It's get It's busy. And the guy's merging onto a 70 mile per hour uh, highway. And oh yeah, the road's, are plowed. It's just, but again, you're not going to go crazy at like 35 miles per hour. <laughs> so, and so I'm like, holy shit, I'm going to get mashed into the, into the side of the, the shoulder by the semi. Now, hold on, hold on. What, what, what kind of car are you driving? Escalade. Okay. Uh, just so we're not like, okay, you're not out there in your rear wheel drive Mustang convertible. Yeah, no, no, no. Okay. No. Well, I know better. You leave the rear wheel drive cars in the garage. Right. <laughs> right. But I also, and, yeah. and here's the thing. I, again, and I'm also not going 85 miles per hour uh, because my car is all-wheel drive. Uh, I get that there's, but like I said, and on that thing, is like people, you're like in the middle lane, people are, are riding your bumper trying to get you to go faster, and you're trying to get over, but they want you to go 90 miles per hour. So it's a bit crazy out here. There's a lot of people who don't know how to drive, and it's, Mary was saying the other day there was just uh, the both sides of the highway were lined up with people in the ditch. So that's my grievance. <laughs> that's the only one. I oh, I've got. Like... Come back, you can come back to me. But in the meantime, I I will say so. I did drive um, f- across uh, from the uh, from the eastern uh, shore of Michigan over to West Michigan to go see my sister uh, for a birthday party and and Christmas get-togethers and all that kind of shit and. Uh, I didn't have the weather to deal with. There was a little bit of snow, you know, for the first like 40 minutes. But after that, it was it was really just the trucks. And I cannot my grievance is that I can't reconcile why you got two trucks in the right lane, right? You're two lanes, right? So you're only supposed to go in the left lane if you're going to pass somebody. So there's two trucks in the right lane and one in front of the other. And as and then all of a sudden there's no one in front of you, right? You jump in the left lane. And you're going to pass these two trucks. There's no one in front of you. They could have moved over. The second truck could have moved over to pass the first truck at any point. But they wait until you're right there. And then they go, nah, I'm getting over now. Of course. And you got to hit the brakes. And then the getting the, the going past is like at a snail's pace. It is. I've never driven a truck, so I don't know whether or not it's safer to pass really, really slowly. But I feel like these trucks based on what I've seen, go really, really fast until they're passing another truck. And then they go, oh, let's slow down here a minute. And I think you're right. Uh, but I also think due to the, the minimal space between those trucks, it's probably why they slow down a little bit. I get you. Okay. And I'm willing to give them that because I've never driven a truck. But I don't understand why you uh, – <laughs> why they – why they decide they have to get over, even though there's somebody coming up there that is going to have to hit the brakes because you've cut them off. That and that's the definition of cutting somebody off. If you move over from into the left lane to pass 
and I have to hit the brakes to avoid hitting you, then you've cut me off. You probably should have waited, especially when there was nobody behind me and you could have let me go. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> that's my grievance. That's your, that's your area that of your my, grievance? Yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, just a piggy tail on what Todd was saying. All right. Um, for Christmas, dude, what did I, I, I got, uh, I got a couple of really good, a couple of, a couple of really good gifts. I got a lot of Star Wars socks. Star Wars socks. Yeah. <laughs> the hell you say? Yes, I do. Uh, I got uh, a nice pair of Converse that I'm wearing now, high tops or mid, 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 uh, mid high Converse. And um, I, I think I, uh, more than anything else, uh, I got a lot of good gifts, but more than anything else, this is like the first year in many, many years that every gift I gave, everybody liked, and no one is going to have to return anything. That is always a good sign. No one asked me for a receipt. No one gave it that look where they're like, thanks. No. <laughs> and this is going back. <laughs> yeah. You can tell immediately. You can tell that it's going back, that it was not a success. Oh, for sure. And especially with those gifts where you like you took a chance, right? Sometimes people put their lists on an Amazon and you shop off the Amazon list, and that's really easy because they put it on the list. Like if they don't like it, that's not your fucking problem. They asked for it. And then some people give you like a like a Google Docs word list. And you have to manually type the URL and go to the store and then do a manual search yourself to find the thing, which I, I maintain is a dick move <laughs> and very selfish <laughs> of you. It's all move. Just shop off Amazon like the rest of the world. And then there are people who like don't have any lists and you have to wing it and figure out what they're going to like. And that's where you take that leap of faith. And I got lucky in all my leaps of faith this year and no one gave me the stink eye. Well, that's good, man. Like, I don't like that. I don't like that and I don't like you. <laughs> I don't like that, and I don't like your face. Yeah, wish I could return your face. You got a receipt for your face? <laughs> you got a gift receipt for that? <laughs> so uh, overall, yeah, Christmas is good, and hopefully everybody out there listening had a good holiday. If you celebrate Christmas, if you don't, hopefully you got drunk just because it was a Friday slash Saturday. And uh, if you're celebrating New Year's on the uh, U.S slash european calendar um happy new year coming up buddy yeah only hours from now <laughs> it is that's true uh 20 uh 24 and a half hours from now um you and i have to talk about plans uh for new year's later because yes i, I think might mine might have changed really yeah we could talk about that later all right we are going to jump into Gentleman's Agreement. Todd, you got a song for us? <laughs> <laughs> Gentleman's Agreement. That'll work. <laughs> <laughs> that will work. Yeah. Oh, hold I, on. I hate to interject, yeah. uh, but we had poured a shot before. Oh, shit. That's right. Uh, we, Todd, you got a shot? At, at your sketch. You can pour it? Got a shot. Got a shot ready, dude. He's, right. he's he. Todd, ready. do you have him lined up today? Because normally you're like I'm fumbling out. around the cooler, and then you you pour it, and then we already did ours, and then you still have yours. But today knew, you have him ready to go. I knew with Nick out of town, I had to uh, out, out of pocket. Uh, I needed to raise my game, uh, and so I was prepared today. Wow. Okay. Well, well done, sir. Well done. So when Nick's there, you're just just phoning it in. <laughs> just willy nilly, <laughs> no shits given. Yeah, 
Uh, I guess I got a shot. I don't know. Well, here we go. Cheers. All right, Todd. Cheers. Machu Picchu. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Todd, let's take advantage yes, of sir. the fact that you do your shot. Uh, no. All right. Well, cheers. <laughs> I, I set it, sat it down to troubleshoot. <laughs> cheers, cheers, do that. Go ahead and do that right now. Cheers to you, buddy. Clink. Cheers. Yeah. It's good to be back. Here we go. I am here. There's still a little bit of a delay. Yeah, there? a little bit. Okay. Um, Todd, let's take this opportunity to do gentlemen's agreement. Uh, and in gentlemen's agreement, you had to watch Dark from Nick. Nick's not here. I'm going to give Dark a solid D+. Plus. Uh, <laughs> I may or may not dip back into it again. Probably not. Uh, again, no. Okay. I'm not going to give any spoilers away. But if you like, uh, strange, if you like the show Stranger Things, mm-hmm. uh, and that franchise, uh, you might like this. It's a lower budget German version of Stranger Things. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Essentially, that's there's a, there's a uh, there's a kid missing at the beginning. The local sheriff is kind of a creep, but family man creep, and. His kid goes missing, and then they break into uh, some sort of power plant or something like that. Literally, I, I've, I've forgotten most of the details uh, that quickly because I'm like, this is like Stranger Things, but it's German. And so, again, uh, I was like, maybe I should just turn off the subtitles. Maybe I'll enjoy it more because I'll be like trying to look up words and trying to translate it in my head and try to translate it. But I'm like, the acting was bad. The storyline, it, it, it is very much Stranger Things, a weaker version. Wow. I, I feel like when I say wow, too, it takes like a good three or four seconds to get to him. Probably. <laughs> no, no. You guys, are, you guys are coming back to me in real time. Oh, okay. okay. Great. Maybe maybe shutting the live down helped out. We'll see. Yeah, you got if Yeah, the delay is on my, my end. It seems like what I'm saying to you is going to get to you about three seconds from now. Gotcha. Okay. Well, um, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm sad to hear that Nick's not going to hear that. With his own ears. I mean, we can play it back for him. Oh, I'm sure it'll come up. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so hang, so no, so again, I don't, I don't, I don't knock Nick uh, because again, I know that his like literally, I have like 15 movies picked out, movies or shows picked out for him because he doesn't watch a lot of the stuff. Yeah, it's easy. And so for him to give me a thing that I haven't seen is is hard for hard for him for, and so I'm like, okay. And again, so like I said, it, it just lo- of all if. Probably if I hadn't seen Stranger Things, I'd have been like, this is very interesting. But I'm like, it's the same. Like, literally, they took the blueprint and they like did almost exactly the same stuff. So it was just the, the German version of it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's lower exactly budget. What <laughs> <laughs> the low budget Stranger Things. I, yes. I don't think you should feel bad. Look, everybody's not. Everybody can't pick a winner every time, so that's all right. No, like so. That's like I said, and you, I don't. I don't. I work not to be mean to Nick because I know that he's not going to pick. Maybe he's just he has to. Well, he's, a, he's a delicate. Flower. I get it, and like I said, I think. Well, exactly. I don't want. I don't want to <laughs> dent him, but uh, yeah, it's a solid D plus. It's not an F. It's passing, ish. <laughs> Okay. Now, now, so you had you had what before dark? He, he had the curse of undutch from you. Oh, 
Yeah. And what was before that? Uh, yes. Generation Hustle. Which I liked. And did I have one more before that? That From you. Tough guy? <laughs> so I had, th- I had three I believe Bs. To be fair, though, um, you had Tough Guy and Generation Hustle, and to then there fair. was a break. <laughs> there was a break over Thanksgiving, and then on the 4th of December, you gave him Curse of Yeah, yeah. I'm just going with my tally over the last... I'm not general- sure we're all keeping score in that way. I but- mean, maybe we're all not. <laughs> I'll tell you one person that is on the podcast. Yeah, okay. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, suck funny. it, Nick. Should should we should we go to, should we go to my my agreement assignment then? Yeah, have at it. Since it came from you, uh, oh. I I was given the night before. Yeah, from Corey. Yeah, yeah. and it, it really fucking pains me to say that. Well fucking done, buddy. This yes. Is, this is the <laughs> This was the Christmas movie that I needed nice. that I'd never seen and I fucking loved. It was it I love Seth Rogen and this was a return back to like I don't want to I don't want a Seth Rogen where Seth Rogen is the is the guy who is like all cool and calm and stoned and nothing bothers him. I want the Seth Rogen who's going to get who's going to do ecstasy in the middle of a giant party and hit a major NBA player in the face then, with, with a with a dart gun. Then that movie checked all those boxes. All the boxes. Yeah. I'm, I'm a huge Joseph Gordon-Levitt fan going back to yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Third Rock from the Sun. Um, fucking uh, the fact that James Franco showed up. Dude, you knew that was going to happen. No, I didn't. No? Because... because Although the night before, and so I should, I should, let me just stop right here. 30 second synopsis. The night before uh, is definitely a Christmas movie. It's about three friends, uh, Seth Rogen, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and Anthony Mackie, who people might know from a lot of different things, also uh, including he was Falcon on uh, Falcon Winter Soldier and in the Marvel Universe. Yes. Yep. Uh, yep. These three guys have been friends for years and years and years. And something happened in one of their lives that caused them to do this yearly tradition of the night before Christmas, they go out and they tear shit up. And so the movie starts with, like, they have done this for years, and this is going to be their last time tearing shit up. And that kind of sets the stage for the rest of the night. And the rest of the night is like a whole, like, night shift kind of a, you know, um, longest night uh, in their lives uh, out in, was it New York City? Yeah. Yeah, night before Christmas, and they get out into all sorts of crazy adventures, but it's like Adam Goldberg, who is Seth Rogen's uh, co-writer and co-producer for a lot of shit, was the producer, and I think one of the co-writers for this, Seth Rogen, I don't think it was a writer, but he's a character, and um, he, uh, each one of these guys has some baggage, and they got some things that they're working t- through, and they all make really poor decisions. And it just, it's fucking awesome. And it is, I'm happy, I'm proud to say that I'm adding it to my list of uh, every, you know, Christmas, every Christmas. Wow. This movie. Yeah, 100%. No wow. shit. Yeah, I don't own it no, yet. Look at you ringing the bell. I don't own it yet, but I will. It'll be, because it's a Christmas movie, so it's got to be. Oh, it's, yeah. In the Blu-ray form on the shelf, along with Die Hard and Elf and everything else. Wow, man. <clears throat> I Yeah, that pained me to awesome. say. But, but I don't oh, know why. <laughs> oh, oh, I stopped. I stopped because I, uh, I was saying, 
uh, oh, you said you said oh, James Franco's in it. You knew that was going to happen. I'm like, no, because the the night before it was made years ago, right? Yeah, probably five years ago, six years ago. Um, but now in 2021, like James Franco and Seth Rogen are no longer like best buddies. And Franco's had a lot of you know sexual harassment allegations against him. He they settled out of court. Oh, I didn't know this. They, they settled a lawsuit. And somebody asked James Franco, like in an interview, like, are you and Seth Rogen still doing any movies? And he's like, no, we're not. I haven't talked to Seth about that. I, I don't want to put him through that or put him in a position where you have to answer that question. So I'll answer it for you. No, we're not doing any movies together. I love Seth Rogen, but, you know, I got to respect, you know, his stance as a as a filmmaker, film producer and actor. You know, he shouldn't have to answer that question for me. So I'll answer it for him. And it was kind of a stand-up answer. I don't it know what happened like with, the, with the lawsuits, but the, all that kind of news and the fact that Franco's been in court and he's being, you know, going through the Me Too thing, I did not expect him to show up in this because it was colored with the news of the day. Gotcha. Okay. And so when he huh? did, I was like, oh, good to see James Franco. I mean, not that I condone any of the shit that he was well, accused no, of doing, but, but, you know, it's a everybody who's been Me too you know, do do you like banish them from your life and your uh, your good memories of the work that you did that made that made you laugh uh, forever? Um, I, you know, I don't know. In some cases, you do. Like, I can't listen to Bill Cosby anymore. But I think, like Todd was saying, it's a it's a tough call to make. You know, do you do you never watch a Kevin Spacey movie again? Like, even ones that he made before you knew what happened. I don't know. Go ahead, Todd. I, here's the thing. I don't. I don't know that you can't watch. I don't know that you can't watch anything. I think it just colors it a little bit different. I think for me, because again, I didn't. I don't know that I. I wasn't a huge Kevin Spacey fan, but you, when you heard about the just horrible stuff that he did, and then he and you know you know you're guilty when you flee the country. Uh, so it's like, huh? Well, he was living. In, He's a did great he flee the country? Artist, he was living in the UK. Again, artists can be jerks. Yeah, but he's an American, isn't he? Yeah, but he was living in London because he was running the uh, one of the. Did you guys lose me? No, no, we got you. It's just a super yeah. big delay. But yeah, yeah, but he didn't. Co- he's not coming back. He's not. He's not coming. That's true. He's not coming back to the. To he's America. not coming back. Yeah. <laughs> no, but but then I mean you have guys like Louis C.K. that are making a comeback now. He's trying. He's trying. But a lot of people are like. You you were not you like you tried yeah, to like I mean some people brush are fighting, it all under the carpet right some people are fighting against it but I mean there's a lot of people in his corner that are for it yeah yeah I, I heard uh, I, I don't know, I think it was Bill well, Burr saying like because his, again his stand-up we're, we're, special was, was was one of the best ones he's ever done yeah so what can you do he he'll never be funny in anything ever again he didn't do anything to me but I'm like the the thing that he did was so I think it's a weird spot. I don't know how I don't know what the right answer is. They're still artists, uh, and if they can make you suspend disbelief and enchant you, make you laugh, I think there's nothing wrong with that. And they should get paid for. They should have a job, right? If they're not in jail, they should have a job. Yeah, I, I I'm agree. I'm in agreement with you. I think it's a it's a matter of degree. It's a matter of what 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 was the thing that they were accused of, and you know, does everyone deserve you know a second chance if they truly you know. If it was something that, like James Franco, settled these things, so he should technically be okay to do whatever he wants now. Yeah, uh, Louis C.K. wasn't 
um, wasn't sued or um, taken to court by anybody, but just the court of public opinion put him, you know, it ruined his career. Well, stopped his career. Definitely put a halt on it. Right. Yeah. So can yep. he, can he now come back? And who gets to well, make that decision? And, and, and th- I- I think that he well, I think that he can, and he makes the decision, right? I mean, ultimately, I think when people do something like this, he can if he genuinely believes that what he did, what he got caught for, uh, was wrong, and he's against it, then he can be an advocate and an ally to the people he's wronged, even though he didn't get sued. And I, and at the end of the day, if I were seeing seeing evidence of him actually realizing that what he did was wrong, uh, regardless of what everybody else is doing. I think I'd be more apt to, to watch his stuff and kind of defend him and say, hey, listen, the guy is a true funny guy. I loved him before I knew what he did. I heard what he did, and I was offended, and I wasn't going to give my money to him. But now that he's doing the right things, I'm comfortable giving my money again. I mean, I think it's. I think people should be able to can, re, can recover from mistakes uh, no matter how egregious, I think. I mean, ultimately, we're not the judge, jury, and executioner at the end of this thing, so... Yeah, that's a that's a really good point. I always say live and let live as, as best you can. <laughs> yeah. That's a really good point. So, uh, again, it pains me to add another one to Corey's uh, self-proclaimed long list of successes, but I got to give it to him. I mean, I, I, I would be being just disingenuous if I told him that I didn't like it. I loved it. And, it. and it hit the spot right before Christmas, right when I needed it most. <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> so... Oh, there's another one. Um, okay. Gesundheit. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I'm going to. So uh, you guys, uh, well, let's do a shot. Let's do a shot. I'm going to grab another beer. So um, we just did a shot. We're going to do another <laughs> one. We're, we're going to do another one because just because. So happy New Year's fucking Eve, Todd. That's, All right. Yeah, that's right. So Eve-y. I'm going to go grab it. You guys uh, converse. Right. I'll be right back. So Todd, I'm I'm thinking we need to make a trophy. Conversing for uh, most wins in gentlemen's agreement. It is very self-serving, but I think it's a good idea. <laughs> Actually, hey, you and I both have been on a run, man. We I have that. Uh, we are both doing pretty. Although I didn't. Although I didn't. I was listening to to last week's uh, podcast, so I didn't hear your review of. Uh, Bad sport that I had assigned to you. Oh, you didn't hear my review, dude. Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't. I haven't gotten to that. I have. I haven't uh, listened to that fully yet. You, uh, you picked a, a winner, buddy. It was from beginning to end. I, I watched them all in one day. Uh, and from <laughs> the the beginning with um, uh, headache, uh, headache Smith. And the the Arizona State, yeah, yeah. um, uh, well, the, the race car driver. Well, yeah, but so so I was originally under the impression that it was one long running uh, series. I didn't know it was going to focus on different right. sports and, right. di- and different people. So to find that out, that was really cool. Uh, the only yes. the only thing to me though, it, it seemed going all the way from. You know, you're talking about uh, college basketball, which is, you know, that's up up there in sports here. You know, over here, racing, yeah. That the, and there was a lot of controversy and a lot of weird shit that happened. Uh, you know, in 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 that that realm, 
But then when it ended with cricket, I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" It were, I mean, it, don't get me wrong. It, it was it was a scandal. It was definitely a scandal. But I almost got more interested in the in cricket than I did the scandal that was going on in that episode. I was like, I need to start looking how this shit scored, how what the rules are. Uh, the wickets, exactly the ball. Yeah, yeah. I I got real. I got more into the idea of cricket than I did. Uh, what was going on in, in that episode with the scandal? But it, it, yeah, it was it was a great, great series. Uh, I mean, it, yeah, every episode had everything. Thank you. Did the one thing I wanted to ask you? So now that I got we get to talk about it live, since Bob got to go do another shot. What did you? Th- so back to the to headache Smith. Isn't it amazing the volumes of money that that he got? Again, what every, what he did was absolutely despicable. But. Did you notice the disparity in how much money he was making than versus the dude who was actually financing it? Oh, dude, he was making pennies compared to what the guy that was financing was making. Ex- isn't it amazing? And again, his entire life ruined for thousands of dollars. Do- thinking about how insane that is, that, that that volume of money, no matter how what your circumstance, is... like. The the uh, streaming uh, I thought were just jaw dropping. That was amazing to me. How little money he actually got for what they did and how much it cost. And in the end, you know, for a fact, you could tell at the end. One of the, those guys who was the, the two guys uh, is still well off, and one of those guys is still poor. Yeah, yeah, and and I, I, I mean, and I, on the on the flip side of that too, being that I, what makes it tough because I I can see where the Vegas bookie, even though he was still a young guy, a real young guy at the time, well, yeah, you're you in your head you're like, oh, these are college kids, so I can offer them any little bit of money, and they're gonna jump at the chance, and so I mean, he he obviously took advantage of that in that shitty. Because yeah, like you said, right. the, it, the amount he had coming in, uh, you know, he he could have gave him basically uh, the equivalent of one million dollars in today's money, and it still wouldn't have taken anything really out of his bottom line. Well, and the other at the other other end of that too as well. I mean, not for nothing. What what we lose sight of the fact is that guy still actually had a tangible skill after his punishment that he could actually leverage to earn more money, whereas Headache Smith's tangible skill cut off opportunity for him to earn money anymore. Yeah, true. Yeah, very true. And and I'm not, dude. It was it was heartbreaking, uh, listening to the and 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 seeing the the draft play through that year, uh, the NBA draft, and just how you know he he kind of thought you know he's he skirted out of it and wouldn't be. And I, you know the thing that was again because I watched that. I'm sorry, the delay is making me step on you. No, no, you're no, you weren't stepping on me. Okay, so Todd. Uh, We've got shots poured over here. Go ahead and uh, I assume you've got a shot poured and ready to go. I do. All right. Here's to you. Cheers, gentlemen. Salute. Uh, let, let's finish this off with Corey's review of my pick for him, which was Seinfeld. Yeah. Yep. Finally happened. <laughs> okay. So you, I, I gave you specifically uh, the switch, the opposite, the contest, the Soup Nazi, and the Marine Biologist. I may have screwed up on the season and episode numbers, but you figured it out. 
I did. I did. <laughs> so tell me what you think, buddy. Well, uh, just to, like with Todd and Bad Sport, I watched them all in one day. Yeah. Yeah. And that was just to get it out of the way. It, it's it's terrible, man. It's absolutely terrible. It's absolutely terrible. I cannot. I don't know what you guys see in that show. <laughs> I don't know why. Like we've talked about with other things, and like how certain uh, effects and and all that and storylines don't translate well. Yeah. In the future and down the road, uh, this type of situational comedy to me does not translate well today it's it's actually t- jerry's voice is the worst thing i've ever heard it's annoying it's very forced but he's a t- he's a terrible actor uh he's he, he's never clear he's just playing himself yeah well yeah it's it's bad man dude every everything about the show was terrible okay it, it's i can live with that because you you in my opinion and I, uh, Nick didn't assign this to you. I did. In my opinion, I assigned you the five greatest episodes. And if that's your take, then clearly this is not a show for you. I will. I will say too. Yeah, I have heard over the all these years. The stu- it, no, don't let him. <laughs> don't let him cut you. So Todd's gonna jump in here, but go ahead and finish, and then Todd's gonna get his chance to to, to jump in when you're done. That soup Nazi episode. I've obviously heard of for years and years and years. Mm-hmm. That was probably the worst episode. <laughs> so, so it was just was it just when Jerry was on the screen? No, all of them, all of them, dude. Every all every one of the four actors in the leads were all horrible. Absolutely terrible. Wow. Like I said, it, it was it was it was just it was everything was very forced. There was no. Well, it's a scripted show. They well, they, I thought they were actors though, so it, it was kind of supposed to seem like they were actually trying to act. Yeah. And you could tell that they, it was like they were trying not to act. Okay, so I, I'm I'm taking this opportunity because I'm probably never going to get it again, and I really am never going to sign it to you again. I'm not going to have this conversation with you again. I'm just going to in my head like Corey will doesn't and will never like Seinfeld. When you watch the switch, the girlfriend switch, yeah, the plot that they both had to do the switch, where they stayed up all night. And went went through it, and George comes back in, and he's like, "I got it." And they then, they and then, they had comedy gold in their hand, yeah, and they just took it and threw it out the window. <laughs> so when he comes back, and he's like, "Oh no, I I mentioned it," and she told the girlfriend, and the girlfriend's into the menage too, and George just explodes, and he's like, "It's like discovering plutonium by accident." That was not funny. Not funny at all. You didn't laugh once. I did not laugh. One single time through that entire <laughs> five episodes. <laughs> okay, I, I'm I'm totally as I mentioned before, I'm totally That's fine with getting funny. an F plus or whatever my grade is on this. It, it's a it was a, a white whale that I needed to conquer. So I've assigned it. You hated it. It's done. As far as I'm concerned, you and I we can move on. And I'm sorry. It just it, you don't have to apologize. It, like you, I I didn't it, know whether you like it or not. I was hoping that'd be you know. It'd be a great thing if you did, but I'm like I always said, I'm like I'm okay if he hates it. Yeah, I, I just want him to actually have given it a shot. And I gave you the five, in my opinion, best episodes. Nick may give you another five, but at this point, if he if he's listening to this, he should probably recognize that 
it's not like his top five are going to completely turn your opinion about the show and you're going to love it now. No, and my top no. five are going to be dog shit. You know, <laughs> no, definitely not because it. it because there are dog shit episodes. I'm sure there are, which these I couldn't are, imagine. These were not one of them. What the hell those are, but... <laughs> All right. Dude, and, and the endings, the endings were always so stupid and abrupt. It was... Yeah. It was like they were telling a story, and in the middle of the story, they're like, okay, we're done. Yeah, that's that's the that whole that show. That was so stupid. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> On that note, I have to piss, because now thinking about Seinfeld... Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> so... Hopefully, you and Todd will be able to communicate. We'll be, uh, we'll be fine. I, I don't think that those are the five best episodes, but I think that uh, based on his review, it's definitely the fact that I'm not assigning anything from Seinfeld to you. Because I, I thought it would have been great if he like, said that there is one redeeming factor. Because uh, I'd have been like, I think I have the five episodes that will make him a Seinfeld lover. But his review of like the way that it stops, Jerry, the whole thing, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> that's a stunt F. Don't give it an F plus. That's an F. A fail. An E minus. A not passing. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I I don't know what else I could. But that's why I wanted to assign it to him. I want the definitive, like uh, I want the definitive. Does he like it or not? List. Now, by the rules of gentlemen's agreement. He can still be assigned it one more time, whether it's by you or by Nick, but they can't, they can't be the same episodes and that's the only other time he could be assigned it. So if somebody listens to his review and thinks, Oh no, I think I've got a shot. I think I could turn him around. I guess you're welcome to do it, but that's the last shot that we can have. But I don't think this is a, a ship that can be turned around, you know? Agreed. It won't be me because he hates Seinfeld and all its characters and everything about it. Yeah. So I, I will not be assigning any of the episodes that I think are better. <laughs> yeah. I feel like if you assigned it to him again, it, now it would be personal. <laughs> <laughs> Looking back through some of the things that, Corey, you were assigned, uh, you had to watch Lupin. Right. Yes, that was one of Nick's infamous. Uh, I can't remember your review, but just quickly, was it good or bad? Uh, I want to say it was. It was. It was bad because it was the exact same thing as the movie. The movie? No, it was. This was a series. I know. Place. Yeah, it wasn't a movie. There was something. Oh, it's a. Uh, it's a French movie that's dubbed. Oh, you watch it with the dubbing instead of listening to the and yeah, watching the yep, subtitles. That's okay. what it was. Yeah. So you never went back to it. No. Okay. No. So the fact that there's a new season coming out, like you don't have any interest in that. Negative. Okay. Just checking. Okay. So we've got uh, a decision here to make because there's only three of us here, and Corey. And last time, it was just Corey and I that were assigning shit to each other. So uh, one of us is going to get something assigned again from each other Todd but so Todd's gonna have to assign something to either me or to Corey Todd I'm gonna let you pick who would you like to assign something to uh, me or Corey Ooh, that's an interesting one uh let me go Corey I'm gonna take another another chance because I think this is a show that he hasn't seen I'm uh, I think it's pretty good actually I have two in mind for Corey so 
But I have actually one clarifying question. If I assign a specific television show or series, can I assign the series now to check and then sign the episodes later, like tomorrow? Yeah, that's fine. I, well, you you don't have to assign the episode. I, uh, Seinfeld was a very unique perspective where I wanted to assign specific episodes, but normally we don't do that. Normally we just say you have to watch two hours worth of the show. So you could do whatever you want. I was going to say, which I've never really thought about, too. Technically, someone could really start in the middle if they wanted to. If you wanted to assign them. I mean, because, Well, if assign them, but I mean, if someone... Or, or if you're the watcher, yeah. you could decide to start in the middle. Or I think I've accidentally started on the wrong season on one of the shows that Nick assigned to me. So that, that's <laughs> happened. So it's up to you, Todd. You, you could tell them either, like, you could start wherever or you can assign them specific ones. Perfect. So with that, Corey, have you seen Blackish? Yes. Really? I have. Dude, come on. I <laughs> question was going to be if the, if he didn't if he didn't like Blackish, if I were able to pick four episodes, would that be feasible or no? And if you liked it, then it doesn't matter. No, it's it's a good show. I I I, I mean it, it's not like one of my favorite shows, but it's it, it's not a bad show. But oh. he's but he's already seen it. How many how much of it have you seen? Uh, some episodes here and oh, you here and there. Okay, so I guess yeah. to Todd, if you were really wanting to sell specific episodes that you're like, oh, okay, I don't know which episodes you've watched, but I think this might turn your head uh, if you watch these specific ones. I guess you could technically do that. No, so actually, no. Let me. I'm gonna. He's already seen it. I will talk to him about specific episodes not related to the podcast, but. Have you seen? Have I assigned Life in Pieces to you before? Oh, it sounds familiar. Oh, is that with Don Cheadle? No. Life in Pieces. It's a sitcom. No, I. Maybe it's just. Maybe I'm just familiar with it from seeing uh, commercials for it. If not. Then I'll assign that one to you. Life and and you can start. You can watch whatever. But I think starting start, starting at the beginning is good. Oh, this is with Colin, okay, Colin Hanks. You know what? Because I think Danielle's watched it. So yeah, no, I, I'll. Yeah, I assigned it to her. Oh, is this one of her assignments? I assigned it to her. Okay, All I right. was one. That's why I asked if I assigned it to you or her. That that might be why it, it sounds familiar. Okay. All right, so I'll take life in pieces. All right. Sweet. So who's got Todd, you or me? Um, Let me see here. What I got. Are we just picking from off well, the, off the cuff right I now? Well, you and I were going to assign something to each other, so Todd needed to pick one of us. Okay. He picked you. So... <clears throat> so I guess... So that technically that means that I have to take Todd, and you have to take me. You can't take Todd and then me have, then I don't have, then I have. Yeah, that makes that makes yeah. sense. Okay, so here's what you got, Todd, and I am reasonably confident that you have not seen this. You have Amazing Grace on Hulu. Amazing sounds familiar, but I will take a look. Todd, this is the the one about Aretha Franklin and the concert that she did in the church uh, down south. 
where she uh, she sang and they filmed the whole thing. Then I haven't seen it. I will watch that. Perfect. Done. Okay, you got Amazing Grace. <laughs> Shazam! Shazam. Which means Corey has me again. You have The Alpinist on Netflix. I have seen the trailer. It's a doozy, buddy. Well, you know that you and I looked at that trailer probably with the same, like, oh, yeah. The Alpinist? Yeah. Are we not thinking of the same thing? I don't know. It might not be. (laughs) A-L-P-I-N-I-S-T? Yeah. Maybe we're not thinking of the same thing. Okay. I'll look it up while we're talking, but I feel like... uh, I feel like that's the one I mountain climbing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I I didn't really see the trailer. For it. I just saw it. I'm like, I turned it on. I'm like, because hey, after watching, instantly watch, interested. Uh, only because I had seen um, Free Solo. Free Solo. Exactly. Yeah, the, we're talking the, about the same thing. The Dawn Wall. Yeah, we're talking about the same okay, thing. All right. All right. Okay. So when I saw that, I'm like, yeah, I'm obviously going to give it a shot because yeah. I had watched those other. Okay. All right. right. Okay. You just the, the, the look you the look you gave me was no no you the look you gave me I was <laughs> like oh maybe uh, I'm not thinking the same thing he's thinking of. Uh. <laughs> all right. So uh, with the delay. Trying to think about the audio here. I I don't know that we should be going doing a lightning round. No, no. Uh, Uh, I think pick of the week is probably the only thing we've got going for us at this point. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) All right. So let's do pick of the week. Uh, I am going to dish it off to once again, Mr. Todd Dillon to start off pick of the week. Todd, give us your pick, sir. So my pick of the week is Bach rescue rescue remedy. B A C H, uh, and again, I won't tell the, I won't belabor the point, but essentially, uh, I heard about this on a YouTube channel uh, from a woman who is also raising chickens. As I uh, talked about a little bit earlier, uh, I've recently become a, a bit of a, uh, well, I've become an owner of chickens, uh, and recently I lost a chicken to a, due to a bacterial infection that I was unaware of, uh, and it killed the chicken in less than a day and a half. Uh, and when I watched the video, they're like, "Hey, if you notice lethargy or anything weird going on with your chickens." The first thing you should do is apply this rescue remedy to their water if you can get them to, if they're drinking, uh, or if you can't get them to drink, if you can get the, it in under their feathers and get it on their skin, uh, this will be a thing that will really be a lifesaver for you. And I am a firsthand uh, witness to this thing. It is essentially uh, flower oil. It is homeopathic, uh, and it is not just for chickens. So again, if you're not a chicken owner uh it's, it's not just for you after more research on the amazing effects because i saw it actually saved two of my chickens that had become uh ill due to a bacterial infection that i had going on in my coop uh called coccidia that uh, kills chickens in less than a day uh basically i had noticed lethargy in a couple of my chickens i was able to get uh, some of this rescue remedy under the feathers on their neck uh they bounced back and from there i was actually able to, able to get them to drink and eat again uh which is part of the reason why they die i guess chickens when they get sick they get stressed out, and that stress forces them to stop eating, drinking. They get lethargic, and then they just roll over and die. And again, for our view, for our listeners who and viewers who aren't chicken owners, uh, when I did started doing research on kind of what this thing was and why it was working, 
Turns out humans use it uh, as a stress reliever. I actually watched a video of a young woman who has pan frequent panic attacks, and she says she's going to therapy. She's got breathing exercises and many techniques to deal with her anxiety attacks. But when those things don't work, she reaches for this Bach rescue remedy, uh, and it it actually takes the the anxiety away, and she's able to recover. I also saw another video of a woman who actually lives in the Bay Area and is always super stressed before her commute to work in the morning uh, and actually puts four drops of this stuff under her tongue. Uh, and there's no alcohol in it, uh, amazingly, or, or weed. Uh, but uh, she uses it. And, and again, I, I, there's many, many videos with people who have dogs who are afraid of loud sounds and fireworks and all that sort of thunder and light, lightning storms. Uh, this thing's truly kind of a miracle homeopathic remedy. And I will state again, I am not a homeopathic kook. Uh, but this is the real deal. Bach rescue remedy comes in a little, uh, 10 or 20 milligram, uh, thing with a little dropper. And even like I said, four drops of this stuff or, and it's, it's there's no alcohol. It's not a drug. Uh, I've been putting in my, put it in my chicken's water. They're, they're doing really, really good. I saw lethargy again. They bounce back. They start eating, start drinking. It's pretty cool. Holy shit. Holy shit. Thank God we got through all of that. Todd, I you were like crystal clear from the start of it. And as the story went on, I'm like, okay, okay, we're getting to the end. Oh, wait, no, there's more. There's more. He's going to push it. He's pushing it. It's going to be a two-minute story. Wait a minute. It's going to be a three-minute story. Every every 10 seconds that goes by, I'm on the edge of my seat. I'm like, at some point, the sound's going to come out. Why is there no end? Todd is pushing the envelope. We, he, he doesn't know we could be losing all the story, but we have it all. If it just ended right now, we could end the whole thing, and we finally made it to the end. <laughs> my pick of the week, this is Bob. My pick of the week is Kirsten and Grohl on YouTube. Um, that's Kirsten, K-U-R-S-T-I-N. And, uh, in this case, and is not the at, and ampersand sign, but it's an X. Uh, and Grohl, G-R-O-H-L, as in Dave Grohl from the Food Fighters. Kirsten and Grohl on YouTube. If you're not everybody should know who fucking Dave Grohl is. Whether it's from Nirvana or from the Foo Fighters, you should know who fucking Dave Grohl is. Greg Kirsten uh, is a producer um, who's... Uh, produced some of the Foo Fighters albums. Why should everybody know who Dave Grohl is, dude? Anyway, so Dave Kirsten has also produced uh, Kelly Clarkson, Halsey, Beck, Paul McCartney, and Adele. Uh, the last two Adele albums, in fact. He's also part of the group uh, The Bird and the Bee. So Greg Kirsten and Dave Grohl know each other. And the whole point of me recommending this is that every Christmas, I think this is the second one in a row, they're starting to make a habit of um, uh, doing uh, the eight days of Christmas uh, where the two of them will get together and film and record themselves and put it on YouTube doing a song from a Jewish artist for eight days. So they'll do one from David Lee Roth. They'll, you know, <laughs> Greg Kirsten and Dave Rule will do like... A uh, jump from Van Halen. They'll do a Neil Diamond song. They'll do a Barry Manilow song. They'll do something from Neil Diamond's Jewish. Yeah, or is Jewish? That's fair enough. Yes, uh, currently still is. Yeah, I'm sure you. <laughs> I'm sure you. It's highly unlikely that you were at one point and then you're no longer Jewish. Uh, People convert. 
I guess it's true, but uh, you can you can you can abdicate. Yes, you could. There could be abdication, but in this case, uh, they they so you can go to Kirsten and Grohl, K U R S T I N and Grohl G R O H L on YouTube, and you can see the eight different clips that they put, and they're really fucking fantastic. Where they're going out of their they're going out of their way to do uh, a two man recording of of the song, and they're doing the whole video, and sometimes. Dave Grohl's daughter gets involved. Sometimes they do. Uh, sometimes they dress up. Uh, I think they did a Kiss song because Paul Stanley's Jewish. Oh, so that, not not even just Paul Stanley. Um, Gene Simmons. And Gene Simmons, Jewish as shit. Oh, well, fair enough. Yeah, there you uh, go. Well, there you go. So that's my pick of the week uh, in right, the holiday right. spirit. Uh, Kirsten and Grohl on YouTube. In the Hanukkah spirit. In the Hanukkah spirit. The holiday spirit. Mazel Tov, The everyone. holiday spirit, Corey. <laughs> All right, so you got Jewish your pick now? Jewish as shit. Jewish as shit, yep. Um, my pick of the week is going to be the Duke Cannon Beard Wash Cream and Oil. Okay, hold on. You've done Duke Cannon before. Yeah, it's a different product, buddy. Right, so if they have 25 products, is that going to are you going to be good for pick of the week for 25 weeks? Some are not good, some are not. It, some are awesome. Okay, all right, go ahead. We're going to have to I'm, come to some sort of agreement on this. That's fine because you, you guys you guys can censor me. It's it's more than well. Fine. I think we're getting to the point where Duke Cannon is becoming a frequent like, and we're not sponsored by them. Perhaps if they're listening to this, they would like to. Sponsor if we could us. get sponsored by them, that'd be fucking. Yeah, they're not giving us any money. There are isn't they? another podcast out there today who's hawking your wares more than the Schnozcast. Hey, I I believe that is true. Go ahead. <clears throat> Amazing beard wash, beard oil. Uh, the scent what about for the rest of us who are beard challenged sir i mean you can still use it on your face it moisturizes very well okay and and, and the scent is absolutely intoxicating if i do say so myself <laughs> i i got a little hard just smelling it on me so the scent is intoxicating it's intoxicating did I hear that shit right yes yeah, you that's did what, you heard it right so that's my pick for this week all right that <laughs> That is episode 154, ladies and gentlemen. We finally made it, all of us. That is that is not it. It's, it's the only one I have on here right now, buddy. All right, well, there you go. Love you. That's episode 154 for the week. On behalf of uh, Corey and Todd and Nick, see you next week. <laughs>